crocodile man, a witch woman, a guy yeah. that can set himself on fire? Right. Are you blind? <laughs> and she's like, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are in line for a popcorn. Hey, third person in line. What kind of popcorn do you want? Yeah. I'm right. gonna quit! I'm All right, put it. down my resignation! Bro, and you're a better toilet <laughs> fixer than we ever know. Welcome to the JR Talk Show. I am one of your hosts, Robert Burry, joined as always by John Lee. Hey. Hi, how you doing? I bumped into the speaker <laughs> when I moved my arm back. And Rowan Spears Floyd. Hello. A couple of house thing, keeping things the other way. Uh, if we could get people to go to the multiple different places we have, we've got it on SoundCloud, we're up on YouTube, um, we are up on iTunes. Um, even if you listen exclusively on one of those platforms, if you could go to the other platforms and give us like, comment, subscribe, those kind of things, it all helps it out, makes it become more visible. Also, if you are liking the show, we would like to hear from you on our Facebook page. Um, we're also looking for new ideas. If you guys have suggestions of segments you like, segments you don't like, um, what other segments you want to hear us talk about, we would appreciate any kind of feedback from you guys. So go there and help us out. Yeah, that'd be great. So we're going to jump into the news. News, 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 news. <laughs> uh, so the first one, because John just typed it in there, we'll go over first. Uh, Disney is in talks to purchase Fox's film slash television division. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. Because like, cause originally they said that it was, oh, wait, they stopped. But they came back up again. And yeah, it's they like, said it's not dead, quote, unquote. And it's crazy because like everything like... A lot of people's react gut reaction was, like, "Oh crap! They're gonna get like Fantastic Four. They're gonna get um, Daredevil. They're gonna get all these Marvel properties back." But like, no, that wasn't the case, right? It was like they're actually trying to get um, the television division, right? Like they're trying to get FX. They're trying to get uh, like some of this, like uh, like Futurama or something like that. Like they're just they're just like whatever they have like on Hulu, or like whatever they took away from Netflix anyway. Huh, I wonder if it's purely for their streaming service. It's totally for their streaming huh. service. I think what's happening is that we're seeing them buy, trying to buy Fox to get not only the TV, but also film franchises. So just that, content, too. Just so when they open up that Disney streaming channel, you're just going to have you so know, much stuff. Disney and Fox Century. Like, huh. that's a ton of content yeah. that you'll get access to. And that right there, like that grade A, like high quality content. That is name recognizable is going to be a huge hit against Netflix. Well, and especially with like Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> it's, it's the <laughs> next Netflix. <laughs> Netflix that's coming up. Um, <laughs> it's interesting when you think about because a lot of people were like, you know, frustrated, but it probably didn't change anything when Futurama really got pulled off of Netflix and it's only like the last like three or four seasons or whatever because mm-hmm. it was the Comedy Central seasons. It'll be interesting because if they have like that and they have like Bob's Burgers and stuff. Which is which is crazy because they are they already have my balls in the vice because I'm already gonna get the service. This is just even better right. uh, for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Just think of them coming out with just like a juggernaut of number of like really vast different things with all of the Disney stuff, and obviously they're developing probably original content for that as well. Like I thought it was interesting that it sort of backfired on them though. With at the beginning, I mean they're still in the talks, but like what happened was is that they they announced that they were in the talks and Fox's uh, stocks blew up people yeah. just started buying their stocks and they bought so much that fox didn't feel like they need to be bought out by disney anymore. oh is that is that what the, yeah so that the, it's it, oh. the, one of the big things is that fox like price went up because of all the stocks got bought and so disney huh. was like oh 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 wait hold on like hold on <laughs> so which is funny though because then like it's just gonna be like people buying all these stocks and then 
because well, nothing's gonna happen. Because well, yeah. Disney's again. went up too, right? Because like they yeah. both went up like exponentially the same level. Because like, everyone was buying in the Fox, hoping they would get shares in Disney, basically. Yeah. And Which so. is funny because you just assume if nothing happens from it over the next several months, Fox is gonna oh, drop it's gonna, a bunch. Yeah, it's gonna drop, and then Disney's gonna just buy it then. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> just it's just a waiting just game. Quick, in, quick you know? in there. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, you know, like you know. That that being all interesting and all, like I I am still stoked that if they do get a uh, Fantastic Four and Daredevil back into the MCU, well yeah because you were talking about like the state of where like Infinity War is probably going to leave. Well, because really like, only makes the most sense if the Fantastic Four at least are a part of it. Well, because like because they you know they already talked about the science, they talked about the the fantasy, they talked about the science fiction in space and with the phases. Uh, the only other place that they can go that's interesting is the multi-dimensional aspect of the comics, which, you know, DC has it too. But uh, if you're going to talk about the multi-dimensional facet, you have to bring the Fantastic Four because in the comics, they are the team that always deals with that. And like, and it's like, you, like, it'd be cool. Like, I want to see a super smart scientist team, like a family team, you know, like that's easy money, printing money, like right there. <laughs> I mean, also They're like the fast and furious of the comic book world. It's all about family. Oh, no. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, Fox also owns the mutants, right? Oh, yeah, X-Men. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, like, totally space. like, suddenly, like, we're going to have, you know, whether or not we see, like, a reboot of the X-Men, at least we'll start to see mutants again, right? Oh, yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like, you can actually call, you know, Scarlet yeah. Witch a mutant. a mutant. Right. Or, I mean, whether or not the characters that we currently have in the MCU will become mutants again. Or I think she's really the I major one, right? Well, yeah, and then... Uh, Quicksilver. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, that's really yeah, kind yeah. of same thing. <laughs> but like, I imagine if anything, after Infinity War, we might see suddenly mutants being a thing, and it's not just going to be the Inhumans. Yeah, that'd be cool if they could like line that up with like. Oh yeah. After this, then all these other things start happening, and then they like can oh, basically yeah, like the, create the mutants. The next phase of Civil War could just be you know Avengers versus the X Men, which is be like, which would be neat, be like a political like issue yeah. where like oh yeah, like superheroes super, versus mutants. superhumans like, versus like superheroes. It's like. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd yeah. love to see it. Be pretty sweet. Um, next article. Um, I guess it's kind of you know talking about the same thing, um, but a new Star Wars TV series is in the works. Yeah, I mean that has been talked about for a while. I feel like oh like, years. Yeah, we've been hearing about that. You since, know, like, like uh, the, the original trilogy. Was there was a back. bunch of pitches for like uh, doing like a kind of like. Uh, Sopranos crime family, oh, yeah. like bounty hunters. Then the underworld of Coruscant was a big talk for a while. Um, I'm curious what they're gonna where they're gonna go with this idea for a TV show. Like, are they gonna branch away from Rebels and attack you know the Clone Wars, or are we gonna see something a little bit in those that vein, or are we gonna see like I'm just curious, you know? Do you think they'll exclusively release it on? their new platform yes totally a hundred percent they'd be stupid not to yeah like i think that if anything that's going to be another one of their like you know the dozen aces they've got up their sleeves totally. that they're just like oh yeah you know like well i mean hell like a uh, cbs already tried well kind of sort of tried doing it with star trek discovery you know like oh yeah watch you can watch it on the app and they you know, like no one wanted 
I mean, people did it, like, did it, but, like, no one was really happy about watching Star Trek Discovery on the I think that was just CBS an early app. access thing. Was that what that was? Yeah. I don't know. It's I think still, you got, like, the first episode, like, a couple weeks early is essentially what it was. Because they're only on, like, the third episode, but it's like, yeah, they've been talking about it for weeks. I think it was just, like, you get it early on there. Either way, the fan base was strong enough to, like, just do it. Like, right. So it's, like, <laughs> with something like Which Star is funny, Wars, though, because it doesn't like, seem like yeah. the fans are liking it very much. No, the fan really? rating of that show is really low. So Discovery, far. I've been hearing a lot of good reviews. Really, yeah, it's uh, getting really good critic reviews, really bad fan reviews. Really, because I mean, I guess at least in my circles, the fans have been pretty happy with yeah. it. Well, and it was funny because they were just comparing like um, Orville with the exact opposite, where it has a really low critic Critical, score, yeah. but like really high uh, fan score. That's pretty funny. Like, I like the show. I like yeah. watching. Orville's it. fine. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I think. I can I can understand why critics wouldn't like it. Like they expect a lot from it, but like it's not trying to be that. Like right. it's not really trying to be a parody. It's just showing like interesting. Do you see the most recent episode with the upvote downvote thing? <laughs> no, that sounds incredible. It's just like really interesting. I was like, huh. Like it's just like a whole society based on upvotes and downvotes. And if you get enough downvotes, you basically get killed. <laughs> just like just, sounds like a Black Mirror episode. It's it's weird. It's, a, <laughs> yeah, it's right. super it's super weird. Um, but then it becomes like a really like almost like a like segregated thing where like they they go to this coffee shop and this one person has a certain number of like down votes and they're like we won't serve anyone right above this number it's like oh interesting like just an interesting like story yeah it sounds yeah. definitely like the season three opener black mirror does that yeah. yeah yeah it's a good episode but i think it'll be cool to see it'll be cool i hope it's a live action series because we've always only ever gotten animated stuff yeah. when it comes to like non you know movie and they've got Star the Wars money stuff. Totally. Like, at this point, you know, with the quality shows that we're getting on television and how good the production value is, there's no reason that Disney cannot give us, like, a really solid sci-fi fantasy Star Wars. Yeah, or just, like, a really good version of the Star Wars holiday special. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, repeat that. Just bring it Well, back. it'll be it'll be, it'll be It's kind of funny if you think about, like, how much they've built up to this point where it's going to become, like, how in, like, the UK and stuff, like knights and armor stuff is going to be really big because they have so much of it right they're going to have mm -hmm. so much from all the movies like so much just extra props and gear that it's not going to cost that much to constantly have to remake all that stuff oh yeah they're going to have so much stuff so it'll be interesting to see how they can just make shows and especially when you look at like netflix shows like if you've got disney being able to funnel money into something they're going to be getting a lot more money and netflix production quality on most of their shows is really mm -hmm good um in comparison especially with the other like mm -hmm. streaming services but with straight up broadcast television as well so it'll be really cool to see with disney being able to already have a lot of the assets and you know they don't have to build a sound library they have you right know, lucas you know skywalker sound and all that kind of stuff like they'll have so many tools where it's going to become cheap for them to just make star wars stuff all the time yeah i my money is that this series is going to be either going to be between uh the original series and the new series uh, the trilogies, I think it might be a Bridge the Gap trail show. Well, they gonna, talk, I mean, that, they talked about that. For or it's Rogue Two. Or it's going to be Old Republic. That's my guesses. It seems like so far when people have at least talked to Disney about pre-stuff, they don't want to even touch it, which is such a bummer because it's so cool. Yeah. Hmm. If they went old stuff, I would hope they would change the production design than some of the, like, the video games because the video games make it look like clones and stormtroopers have been existing for a moment oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> yeah. for some reason the old republic still has the same clones that look like Django fett for yeah. some reason and 
Hey man, he was just a really good bounty hunter. And <laughs> their spaceships are the exact same after. If it ain't broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. It's like, yeah, Star Wars has reached this point where it hasn't aged. It's been like this for a million well, years. Well, you can kind of like, <laughs> you can kind of like, you know, equate that with how it was in like medieval times where there was just like a stagnation. You know, sure. Like the Dark Ages where nothing happened because there was no like push towards right. it, you know? I don't know. That's fair. And when you think about like <laughs> the fall of uh, like the Sith uh-huh. into like, you know, the Jedi taking over and that becoming, you know, like, I don't know. You know, who cares? It'll be interesting. But uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, more Star Wars news. Um, so apparently it's been announced that Ryan Johnson, who is directing uh, The Last Jedi, will be helming up his own trilogy that has nothing, at least... <laughs> "Quote unquote," nothing to do with the Skywalkers so far. It's crazy. I just don't. I don't. I don't they just want to make money. I don't. It's I don't crazy, know. man. I'll, I'll know what's going to be. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, <laughs> I think it's a kind of a great twist, just from a like a publicity standpoint. You know, when Ryan Johnson was revealed that he wasn't going to come back for the third mm-hmm. of this series, right, and that J.J. Abrams was taking over again for the final film, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, what did?" You know what did Ryan Johnson do? Like, yeah, like, right. what, like everyone thought, like he had really because it was up. like around the same time that they were talking about the like, Colin Trevorrow stuff, where like they got him off of the movie, right? And yeah. so like there was a bunch of like stuff, and then they're like, yeah, actually, he just did such a good job with Last Jedi. We're, we're just giving, giving him three, three more movies. movies. It hasn't even come out yet. He's gonna get three more movies. We're gonna give him a big yeah. That's check. what's interesting. Like <laughs> that is like a an interesting like they haven't even come out yet. Yeah, like I don't doubt that it's probably gonna be good. But, like, what if it's not? Right. You know, like, that's such, like, they must have either seen something or, like, obviously they've, you know, the movie's probably, like, 90% done, yeah. 99% done. Like, they probably know and they're like, this is going to be good. But it's just, like, it's a lot of, like, which is, faith in a one person. Which is what I've seen from the, the talks with Ryan Johnson has been, like, like, what he's done with this movie has been crazy good. Like, they were saying the things he pulled off in this film is really good. Just like how he handled this movie, and I bet you anything, what ended up happening is in the middle of making this film, Ryan Johnson was just like, "So I've got an idea for That'd Star Wars." Spin-off. Yeah, he got his foot in the door, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and then he like pitched them his like nerd fantasy Star Wars, yeah. and now they're like, "Yes, make us this." He drank some of uh, Pierre Jackson's crazy magic mojo Kool Aid and was yeah, like, and got something incredible. <laughs> it's gonna be an Ewok trilogy. <laughs> oh, we don't need another one of those. <laughs> Think of the Hobbit. In space. <laughs> Hobbit, in space. I'm oh. going on an adventure! <laughs> 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 yeah, stealing one of the God. I have no idea what it's going to be. Yeah. I can't, like... Yeah. It's all up in the air. Like, do you... I wonder... Let's, let's do a prediction. Hmm. Do you think... So there's a couple layers. Um, same time frame or a different time frame? characters we've never met before or at least you know like minor characters maybe not like directly involved with the skywalkers yeah i guess those would be kind of the two main (laughs) i think i think we would see people we've seen before i think that disney is really into this connected universe and you know i mean if rogue one is anything to go off of we'll just throw shots of characters in there right just in the background if we know like C-3PO might just show up, right? Like, why? But he will. <laughs> you might know, because I have two red arms. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope they do, like, like they do, you know, like they, they do crawling, crawling tiles to do in a time right now 
in a galaxy nearby. It's literally just like the future. It's like the future of like, like, why are you referencing? Uh, are we assuming that Star Wars is history? Like it really <laughs> did happen a long time ago. What's now? Just, What's happening now? They'll just pull a Battlestar Galactica where it's like, it's just them landing on Earth. Like, wait, what? <laughs> I think, uh, I feel like we probably wouldn't get something that's in the New Order period. Like what okay. the current series, I imagine we might get back to original trilogy time frame, or even between the the fall For, of the Republic and the rise of the Empire. Okay, might be because that's such an interesting time oh, period yeah. that you okay. know the Rebels TV show hits on it a little bit, but like there's a lot of potential. There's still there. a, a big gap between those two. Yeah, because Rebels takes up only like a couple of years before Episode Four, right? So I think like and that. There's like fifty years between those two, but also it could just literally be anything. It could be yeah. anytime, anywhere, and it could literally just be like, you know, whatever he wants it to be. Right. Like Star Wars is just so big. It's just gonna be like a Fast and Furious movie about <laughs> pod racing on Tatooine. <laughs> Boom! Oh, that's what I it's, call pod racing. It's gonna be Sebulba like Seven. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Fastable. I'm actually. Yeah, kind of Vin Diesel. <laughs> it's just Vin Diesel <laughs> shows up in the Star Wars universe, like, I'm going to race you guys. And Sepulba comes up and he's like, nah, he like, whatever. Bad language, bad, bad, bad. Whatever language talk. <laughs> and then he just like, he just he's like straps a bunch of things on an engine and races Sepulba and like beats him. He's like, that's how you pod race. <laughs> I live a quarter of light speed at a time. <laughs> him just making a bunch of jokes about the Kessel Run thing. <laughs> I could do that in my sleep. Like, <laughs> but it'll, Don't it'll break up the family. It'll be cool to have more Star Wars, I guess. You know, it's yeah. just going to turn into. I mean, they're going to Marvel Universe the Star Wars universe which at this point. I'm, to be honest, I'm a little sad about that. Um, just because at this point I'm getting burned out on the Marvel universe, and totally. I mean, I but just we're also I don't want to be burned in. out on Star Wars. Like I've, ri- I, I have not. <laughs> Ooh-wee, you're in for a trip, Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> like. 28 years and I'm not burnt out yet like cuz it's been paced. Well, I mean yeah I mean, uh, well yeah kind of yeah. six movies well like seven but like you yeah. know it's been We're paced and you know like it, it gives us enough time to like linger in the time away and wanting more yeah. but if it just like every year oh. But it's Disney, you know, and they're going to make so much money. At this point, Disney's just going to buy the United States and it's just going to be the United States of Disney. It's be interesting. Yeah. California land? Oh, you mean California? Uh, uh, Disneyland? You mean, you mean Disney- California? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, there was like there was that whole snafu with the uh, New York Times and Disney. Did you hear about that? Where? No, I thought it was the LA Times. Oh, maybe. Oh, it was LA. Oh, Times. Yeah, 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 LA yeah, Times. yeah. The LA Times. Where? Yeah. Did you hear about why? Like the article that they wrote that is why Disney like cut them off. Yeah. Where like in Anaheim or yeah Anaheim. Uh, there was basically like an eighty million dollar like parking structure that they rented to Disneyland for a dollar a year. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, oh man, They're like, and it's like, you know, it's like tax cut stuff. Like, I get it, but like that was the main crux of the this article is, is like yeah. how much like the city relies and really gives huge tax breaks to Disney for being there. I mean, I mean, you don't cross <laughs> Disney or you end up in a gutter. Isn't that, isn't that like like uh? written in the royal family thing where it's like you know like the royal family doesn't really have power they're just bringing money because it's a tourist attraction right something like that like they, no, they, they, they have they have a little bit of they have some say but they don't have any real like yeah. they 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 can't like make 
certain like you know this is gonna happen yeah like no like a queen gets to decide on brexit you know have you know the deciding vote right now right that's not how it works (laughs) not anymore there um speaking of superheroes segue (laughs) segue uh justice league's budget um got apparently revealed and it's 300 million dollars holy smokes (laughs) and just for reference when i looked up list of most expensive films ever it's already tied for number two <laughs> which is just, God, this is nuts 300 million 300 million dollars with the with stranger tides and stranger tides being the top at 378 million apparently which is a confirmed number apparently mm-hmm. too um at world's end and justice league are tied at number two for you know 300 million dollars quote unquote and then avengers age of ultron john carter rinding out those are the top five I, yeah. With that kind of budget, I just expect like Avatar level immersiveness, where like I can just be it's like, just not gonna be. like I was just like, oh, we're in Crime Alley, I can smell the blood and piss everywhere. <laughs> like, Which is crazy because I mean, looking at Avatar, they spent seventy million dollars more than Avatar. That's just, <laughs> how is that possible? Star power. It's yeah, I bet I'm, you, sure, I'm sure it all goes to, towards the cast. It, the cast is taking a huge amount of that chunk, and also changing directors, yeah, partway through. Probably having to, and they had to do a bunch of reshoots. Justin, can you take over? Yeah, but it cost you two hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is supposed to be our lowest budget movie. I just, it's uh, hearing that number. I, I'm just, I'm wondering if this is gonna be the nail in the coffin. I feel like it could be because it's already set to do less than Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman. It's set to do more than Wonder Woman, but they, the expectations for that weren't very high, anyways. Right. I'm um, not seeing it as much advertisement for it as Suicide Squad. No, like, Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad was everywhere. everywhere. So was Batman vs Superman. Yeah, just like like. I mean, when I was traveling, I did see quite a bit of advertisement for it. I'm talking about like, online. You oh, know, like you fair. know, like for most of us who just like live online, like yeah. I barely see anything. Yeah. Like no banners, no like ads, no like. I mean, like, I have ad block on every website. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but <laughs> I don't, I just don't see, hear anyone talk about it and. And like some early reviews are already kind of in, you know. It seems like I would say they're more positive than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, but like, but everyone says like, but like the the most consistent information is <laughs> the movie's not great. T- narrative <laughs> isn't great. It's fun, yeah. which is good. They're like, know, the like, chemistry is good between all the people. But like, I like narrative. <laughs> I like a good story. I like story. <laughs> this is a DC film, John. <laughs> you don't get that. You don't get any story. <laughs> oh, You'll please. barely get likable characters. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I just what is it? I would love to see a breakdown of that budget, and then they would just weep. I would just weep. Oh weep yeah, I just weep. obviously see where. Well, and um, it's interesting because Steppenwolf is a one hundred percent CG villain, which is nuts. Wow. Yeah, like that. That was one, part of one some one of the reviews that released? came out. Like, oh, they're, gonna, they're all like, oh, it's a wide shot. Oh, he's CGI. Okay. Then they boom. They go into a close up of his face, and it's like, oh my god. This is a close-up of a CGI villain character that's likely going to be in a lot of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. I cannot believe that. It, it like just Yeah, so you can assume, like, budget-wise, that probably costs a pretty penny. And there's already going to be a ton of CGI in it anyways. And then you have to have one who can, like, really be, you know, in a lot of close-ups and stuff like that and not have any reference point. Like, Because at least, like, Josh Brolin and, as Thanos, he's, he's in makeup, right? Like... He, like, he has he, been. I don't know if he is for this one because I feel like he's been in less and less makeup as the more times he's been in you, scenes. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. No. I mean, like, I feel like I feel like point, what he looked like the first time we saw him versus now, like he looks different. 
I guess I guess he looks pre CGI in some of the yeah he's Guardians of the Galaxy clips. Like, it just like just Thanos just looks has just the same face structure as Josh Brolin. So you're like, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> Josh Brolin like, got a big old square head. <laughs> they painted you blue. Looking <laughs> 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 good, man. Uh, so it'll just be interesting. Well, and it's projected to do less than Batman vs Superman, which did eighty seven eight hundred seventy three million on a two hundred fifty million dollar budget. It's like, man, I just, you know, it's not. I just don't feel like they're seeing the returns that they would want. Obviously, you know, even if they see less, it's probably still double. That's also one of those things. But once again, I will never understand international box office and the Asian market where they just eat up just like whatever. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, like actually, I was reading about that the other day, and I found out like China like only really brings in like five major foreign films. Right, right. They have a limit. Yeah, they have a limit, and. The reason that, like, you know, World of Warcraft was, like, the top in China last year, or, yeah, in 2016, yeah, yeah um, was, and they were like, why is this terrible movie so popular, and, it's, and why do the Transformer films do so good, is yeah. because action CGI films translate better, because you don't need a good translation of the plot, yeah. like, there's a very thin plot. You, oh, get, like the, you get robots are beating up robots and orcs are fighting humans, right? The, the like, bad translations of like the Chinese version of of, uh, of, of uh, Star the Star, Star Wars, Wars ones. <laughs> My ground is higher than yours. It's like watch out, he a big. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I call adequate pod racing. Like yeah, that. it's something ridiculous. It's like those are genius. <laughs> but like basically, you don't need narrative structure to really like survive the translation it's just spectacle that they're going for oh, so yeah. like you know maybe dc's just given up on trying to tell stories and they're just trying to buy that spectacle did they shoot any stuff overseas for, for that, i mean justice, justice league, league? did I they don't... shoot anything in real locations it looks like it's all green screen to me I don't believe that's so. just sometimes <laughs> i mean that's just i know like for dark knight like they shot yeah. on location in china so it's like those pull big things too yeah. They'll pull a lot more crowd because if it's you know shot in there. Well, hell, the Black Panther trailer has like a big old set piece set in the South Korea, so it's like, all right, just just get yeah. There's like like one of the big action scenes is in uh, South Korea. So it's like, all right, so just eat up, you know, pan yeah. to the Asian audience, yeah. like, well, do what you gotta do. Make yeah, because you'll see that a lot, especially with you know, especially China. Like if they actually shoot stuff there, they'll get oh yeah, huge yeah. just for like shooting a scene there. Like it's just such a funny like, hmm. but it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for those reviews. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be up soon. It yeah, should be up this like week because it comes out this weekend. comes out the 13th, yeah. What? Oh, wait, no. It comes out the 17th. 17th. comes bad. out on Friday. Tomorrow's the 13th. Well, tomorrow, our time, 13th. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> this won't be up tomorrow. <laughs> That'd be so weird to release it on a Tuesday or a Monday. <laughs> I was, was going to release the last episode tomorrow. Guess we shouldn't do that. I mean, no, I no, no, mean, no, talking no, about, no, no. I'm talking about the movie. The movie. Like no, having a, we a Monday. Recoup, we got to recoup our costs by releasing it a couple days earlier. <laughs> well, that's why they started doing Wednesdays. I'm surprised that didn't catch on as much as I thought it was going to. Because there was a while, like four or five years ago, where like movies were always being released on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Like the big ones, you know, because it helps with their like weekend box office numbers. doesn't seem like that happens as much anymore. Well, I, I don't think like, they saw it big enough. Like it didn't help enough. Because you know? it was like midnight screening. Which was technically Thursday night. Then like, oh hey, people are watching on Thursday, kinda. Maybe it'll come on Wednesday. Then we'll do it Thursday night, which is Wednesday night. (laughs) (laughs) I just think that with the exception of obviously of like if it is releasing on a holiday, sometimes those round on weird days. I blame movies like The Avengers and whatnot for ruining 
midnight screenings. Like well, midnight, like like yeah, midnight used to Potter's. not be that big of a deal because because people just really because like I don't go to midnight as far as like because of obnoxiousness. Yeah, as far as like when you'd go to a midnight screening, it was like the fans, the other people who want to watch the mm-hmm. movie. Now it's like a weird like social event, right? Where like I more often than not, if I go to a midnight screening or something, am generally more disappointed than if I go on like a Tuesday because of the crowds. Yeah, because you have just so many people just like. I don't, know. I don't know. Some of the, my best viewings have been midnight but I mean, screenings. But like, like before, me way in the back. Movies, right. But like 10 years ago. since He's saying since the Marvel stuff. Like more recently, sure. Midnight's haven't been, I feel like, as rewarding. That's fair. Well, but yeah, it, I remember going yeah. to see uh, the, what was Stranger to, what was the second uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Dead Man's Chest. Dead Man's Chest. Dead Man's Chest. That's the second, second one. one. I've never seen that at Midnight. Ah, it was so good. Yeah. Movie was great at midnight. But like, like, the, it would, like the crowds were usually that mm. big. It didn't really pack the house, but it was just there's enough like good warm crowd mm. that enjoyed the series. Like, like yeah, everyone can knows to shut up when they need to shut up. You know, seen Dark Knight at three a.m., oh, which was so. a mistake because <laughs> it was a three hour movie and I got out it. It was daylight. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> um, but yeah, so move on. We're gonna move on. <laughs> I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with you. Let's so. Me and John this week went and saw Thor 3, um, and we decided as a group to come up with a definitive list for the JR Talk Show of the best, of all the Marvel movies ranked best to worst right now. Obviously, it's going to change as more movies come out, um, but we're going to start from the bottom and go to the top. Yeah. So the bottom, with a resounding three votes for last place, Thor 2. Ooh. No shock. No shock. What a garbage <laughs> what a just dumpster fire <laughs> <laughs> just bad so bad that even thor 3 had just like disregard <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, oh yeah that didn't happen whatever yeah. moving on <laughs> that's really burr, all we have to say burr, about burr. it in general it's just a bad movie forgettable plot forgettable villain yeah, can't say you can remember anything that ter- happened ter- also just like didn't like why that plot's like consequences like the universe was at stake in that plot Literally, the universe yeah. was at stake. Why was Thor the only hero? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. it just made no sense. You had S.H.I.E.L.D. there. You had Thor there. And like, then, obviously, Thor gets blown away. Like, yeah, it just doesn't make any it sense. It makes no sense. Um, So, it's one out of 17. So, number 16, Doctor Strange. Interesting. I don't really think that that's that interesting. Well, I, think, I put it pretty low. <laughs> the movie itself, I don't think is so that interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think... John put it the lowest. I think, yeah. yeah I, think, like, I, I don't think it was second, like... It's interesting that it dropped as low as it did because it was none of our like lowest or near the very yeah. bottom. But like as a group, we didn't put it in our top tier. But just it's interesting to me how easily that dropped it down. Yeah, I think we can all agree that like I blame, after, other I, than Thor 2, I don't really think any of the other movies on this list are necessarily bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fair. all just there are ones that are definitely better than others for sure, um, and really like the top five are like just great movies, and then the other ones are like they can sometimes based on just I mean like opinion, you know, like talking with John about some of the movies, like it's tough because like some of the times I just I just didn't like the movie, even if it was like okay, I just had problems with it based on like a thing, you know, like sticks right. out kind of yeah, thing. Doctor Strange, like it's not a bad movie, just not it's just not that interesting. It's really uninspired. Yeah. is the best yeah. way to just describe buy the it. books. Yeah. It yeah, because you just you add this character who has such really different skill sets than everyone else that it's like, well, where does he even fit? And they don't even like prove that to you 
in yeah. the movie because they don't even relate it to other characters. He's nope. by himself. It's not integrated with like one other person. Like he's so separate from everything else that it makes it seem like it's separate from and everything. And they watered else. down his his powers so much to huh. fit into the MCU that it's just like it doesn't it's just like why is why yeah, even play with it? Yeah, cuz he basically have god tier powers. Yeah. <laughs> like they make it seem more like his power is just like the teleport around. Right. And like that's about it. It's like no, yeah. he controls magic. Yeah, but present in this film magic just seems to be teleporting around and yeah. glowy <laughs> weapons on your hands yeah, yeah right <laughs> hey his hands are broken so he's got to do these weird <laughs> clock things with his hand all right cool yeah uh up next iron man 3 i i mean i think i probably gave iron man 3 out of all of us the highest votes you no it was it was it was pre, it was number 15 in my list <laughs> so uh well, I mean, like he's saying he gave I, it, he I gave know. it the best. Oh, score. Yeah, I no, gave no, it the I best. Get, score. I get that. I get that. <laughs> I put it pretty low. I really just didn't. I don't. I don't know. I, I didn't really like this movie that much. I think it's fun. Yeah. See, the thing that I liked about it, and I totally get why it's not everyone's favorite, is that it felt different to me. It no, didn't. No, it right. didn't feel like the rest of them. And I also felt like it was one of the first times that we felt like repercussions of actions was actually talked about in that film, like all of. Tony's problems yeah. come up. Yeah, because that was post Avengers, and then like his his uh, PTSD from the Avengers is a big part of it. And I thought like, and that one really sets up. I feel like eventually sets up Avengers two, which is yeah. <laughs> I feel like that whole kind of gap in between Avengers and Avengers two, with the exception, I guess, really of Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain America, were like they just didn't hit the right like. Yeah, I don't well, know. They're, like they're trying Tony to find Stark is a character. They try to make him really sympathetic, and I just was never sympathetic of him. Mm. Well, like I because uh, I remember watched the first. At time least I after it. watching Iron Man two, which they already tried to kind of do that. Like yeah. they just kind of try try to keep telling the same story with Tony Stark of like, right. oh, he's a drunk, but you know he's a good guy, and he gets bummed out, but then he gets over it. <laughs> then, but he's you know, but he's still drunk. You know, he's still a good guy. You know, like it's. I just, I I I remember the first time I watched it. I thought like this seems like the director, you know, Shane Black was trying to make a James Bond film out of Tony yeah. Stark. Yeah, which is funny. And like it like had a very like sort of seventies esque feel to it. Which is funny because the movie after he after that he made was The Nice Guys, right? Which was like a seventies like so good. like a funny thriller comedy. Like it's like it's like okay, it seems like this is what he wanted to make, right? But he got a lot of push, so he got kind of made like. A weird wonky movie in yeah. between. I feel like I think that Shane Black was probably reined in by Marvel, which is a big, oh, prob- yeah, a totally. big problem that we see totally. in a lot of them. And yeah, I also any think of that, that Disney. Stuff. I also think that Shane Black's sense of humor was just so left field compared to what Marvel had presented at that time that yeah. it just felt a little too dark humor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Than yeah. what people were used to. But yeah. So let's move on. Iron Man Two is the next one. Oh, gosh, <laughs> I wish those were swapped on our list, but man, yeah. I, I honestly love Iron Man Two. Like, I, put, I think that was the one that. Oh yeah, you and me put it really low. Yeah, <laughs> it was basically the opposite because me and John voted. Yeah, that was basically the opposite. You, John, voted high for Iron Man Two. You and me both voted low, and then you and uh, me and John voted low for Iron Man Three, and you put it higher. <laughs> I hated that movie. Really? I, li- I really. I, I I see Iron Man two and Iron Man one as the same movie. Kind of like how Superman uh one and Superman two are technically supposed to be one movie. They're, they're, it's right. literally right after the other. Yeah. And like, and I just think the second one's more interesting because of like it deals more with his alcoholism, his trouble, and uh, like eventually like that that one like uh, you know uh, Don Shield like dons the war war machine suit just to shut him down because he's going on that drunk tirade. Right. And it's like. This feels like 
yeah, an the, Iron Man comic really to me. really famous scene of the when they the helicopters are outside his house and blow it up. Too. That's the third. That's one. That's the third one. Is it? I thought it was yeah. two. No, that's the third one. Third one. Oh yeah, because he saves Pepper. Yeah, like I just I think the second one just like does a better job. Like just like how like you know like people say like oh like uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy is technically one movie. That's mm. like it's, I I think it's fine. Iron Man one two like. It's like the same. It's like yeah. It's, I just it's thought, I just, one's not better than the other. I, I just thought it's just uh, the same. Mickey Rourke was just such a not <laughs> interesting villain. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I just think such was like really a typical. I can also I just I feel like is. We'll we'll talk about it, but I feel like it's the same issue I have with like Homecoming, where it's like we just have these like dumb villains who are just angry at someone's like parents or like thing, and they go on this whole like they're just gonna like fucking kill people over like a small thing. And like obviously like change their lives, but it's always like the same narrative of just like, uh, yeah, I, I guess, yeah. I think, and I get that. I, I think know. my issue with Iron Man two is that I Iron Man one had just taken me by surprise, totally. And mm-hmm. I think I had such high hopes for Iron Man two that I was just let down. Yeah, and no, no then, I get, that. I, I get, I totally. I think get if it. I went back, I could probably look at it with a new lens. But just from my original reaction, that's where it lays on. I also my. remember when the first time I saw it, I've watched it since then, but I didn't. I missed the very intro scene with Mickey Rourke's character, so I came in right when it starts. I mean, I was like, "What the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, Rourke, what are you doing? Here? Yeah, what are you doing here?" And I was <laughs> like, I, don't, I didn't understand his motivation <laughs> at all. <laughs> so it's just like watching him be like, huh. and I watched it again, and I was like. Yeah, it's still not for me. Yeah, you didn't really miss much. No. <laughs> Coming uh, in at 13. The Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. Which is great because this is like, it's not even the same actor anymore. Like, Ugh. And it also just does, it just doesn't feel like it's part of the universe at all. Well, it, it, I mean, it was the second movie the before Hulk. they even really established that they were going to do Yeah, right. Yeah, it was like them, and like because it was Iron Man than that. And it was like, oh, maybe we can do something with this. Like, Right. And the surprise of like the the probably the best part thing of that movie is the post credit of Tony Stark showing up. Yeah, like that was like the like oh. I personally again really like this movie. <laughs> uh, I like Edward Norton as uh, Bruce Banner. It 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 takes a really good uh, Hulk storyline in the comics mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, I know. I know you guys don't really know the comics that that terribly well, but like it just it just follows a really good road trip storyline uh, that he does. And like, and so for me, like it follow, like, because it followed the comics so well, I really appreciate the film. Well, and, like I liked the intro, and I liked all the stuff, but like in the like town he was in, all that stuff was like a really cool setup. But like the intro with the because he had um, it's the guy who like what is it? It's like blood falls into something. Yeah, his his blood falls, falls in. into like a soda or something, yeah. and it's sta- and it's, it's being Stanley. Stanley. <laughs> But just like all oh, that, like that traveling, I was like, I like stuff like that. It's just interesting to see. I think that, where he's living. I think my biggest issue with that movie is be, they just absolutely gave up on it. I, like the movie itself is the great. Franchise, they yeah. gave up on its franchise. Yeah, like I just like yeah. the movie itself isn't bad. I just thought it just feels very weird to have such a like intentional created like connected universe, and then they're like, and ignore this entire movie. Which is a shame, because, because uh, like, like, if, like, you know, you pay really pay attention to the movie, it really sets up a lot of things. It like, does. when the bad guy before he becomes the abomination, he's a super soldier. So, like, right. you see this fight where he's fighting the Hulk, and, like, this is a precursor to a Hulk and Captain America fight. Right. Like, totally. Like, and so, like, this is, in, like, and just, like, all the things they said about, uh, kind of, sort of, start, Stark industry stuff. So, like, okay, there's, no, there's world building in here. It's subtle. Because, like, obviously, it wasn't laid yeah, out they, yet. they weren't sure yet. Yeah. yeah, but, like, it's, like, one of those things, like, you can watch this film and go, like, I get the connections that it could have made. Totally. But, yeah, it's a shame. Moving on, next one is Avengers 2. Meh. Mm. <laughs> just such a, like... Letdown. Just a resounding meh. 
Yeah, I think that was just like the biggest problem was like everyone was stoked because Avengers was so good. And like you have all these characters and then like we've spent, you know, a couple movies bringing up new characters and introducing new people to this, you know, world. And then when they show up, it's like, oh, all right. You got Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. They're like bad guys. Because like they're just being told wrong things. (laughs) I get it. In the comics, they're originally bad guys. They're Brotherhood of Mutants. Now they're going to become the good guys at the end. We get a big old action spin around of all the mostly original Avengers together. That's cool. Like that's fine. Fighting a bunch of robots. And it's such a bummer because they really built uh, what's that? What's the guy's name? Ultron. Ultron. As like Age, I'm, Age so, I'm so terrible with names. <laughs> <laughs> just, um, just they really the built him in the trailers as this really interesting villain, just like the whole no strings thing, like, yeah. and really like the taking down of like Shield and all that kind of stuff we had with post um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. It was just really kind of like a bummer for it all to like not really pay off in anything like impactful yeah it was just another like hey we're lifting up this big old city that is just like in the middle of like russia yeah oh and it's just like it wasn't even yeah yeah, it was just like no i mean i thought that like i thought the performance for ultron was great i thought the the the, the, like how they made it yeah i thought like how much like like stark he was was awesome but it just you know i just felt like it just missed a lot of beats and also just like Man, it that was the movie that revealed to me like how boring it is to watch people fight CGI. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, for sure. That, like yeah. I like that whole action scene in the city. I was just like, I don't care. Well, and there was no fun. <laughs> I'm always angry moment. Right. You know, yeah, like you don't get that. Oh, you don't get that yeah, you yeah. don't get you know them flying through the city doing all that different stuff. They give you that with like that very intro right. fight where they're like attacking the hydra base and stuff which like that was cool yeah. but yeah like, like through the rest of it, it was just like they're just like go like moving from point a to point b fighting things point a to point b fighting things it was like huh well you also with that movie you also get like this element of like you know the first movie ends with that singer with thanos like mm-hmm. it's like oh okay they're setting up thanos is gonna be the next villain it's like age of ultron and so it, it feels like you're trying to get from one destination to the other on a plane but then you have to do a layover right with, a, with like three hour wait <laughs> you're like wait a minute what am I doing? Like, what am I even yeah. doing here? Why? Why did we even have to lay over to this like movie? And then like it ends with Than- like the post credits Thanos like I have to do it myself and you're like what did you even you you weren't yeah. even a part of this you weren't even a part of this <laughs> you weren't even doing anything you literally had no control of the situation if you and had it to- literally made no impact on anything you would have done anyway yeah. like- all, all we got out of this movie was uh, Scott Witch and Vision and, and Vision. we yeah, we Vision, set up for Civil War. Like the, the yeah the, totally the, yeah the was, it's just a big setup movie just, yeah. Just, yeah and it's just like the I feel the like they I felt like they tried to make it a setup movie for like five films and it yeah. just yeah. that was its problem yeah. trying to do too many things too many things uh, next on the list is Spider Man Homecoming Spiderman Ugh. I mean <laughs> I put it where I did because you haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it so I didn't want to vote it to the very bottom of my list because no one he can replace Thor's me. two on the bottom <laughs> yeah, of my list. Yeah, it's one of those things. Even if it's bad, it's not going to be Thor two bad. <laughs> me, he put it in the same as me, which is funny because I feel like, like talking on Spider Man. Me and John have been talking about this today since he just watched it. It's just like it's not what makes Peter Parker interesting as Spider Man. Like he's mm-hmm. not even Spider Man. Like they barely use like the things that make him unique in the movie at all. Mm-hmm. Like he goes to like a super like mathlete school 
So he's not even a nerd. He's not even like a smart kid. Like he gets bullied by a kid who's in the mathletes with him. Yeah. So it's just like weird they stuff. Really downplay how intelligent he is, just to make him feel more like an everyman. Yeah. And just and like, you know, it's like it's a shame because like I know I understand they're trying to like speed things up. Like you don't need to show Uncle Ben. No. You know what? You do need to show. Yeah, Uncle that's right. Ben. That's right. That's right. That you John, need him. John texts me. He's like, you know what I really need from this room? Someone to kill Uncle Ben. It's <laughs> <laughs> like it's, he's just a he's like kind of like a whiny little brat throughout the whole movie. Like and that like and like and then like you know Tony does makes a valid point in the movie like you think the suit makes you Spider Man yeah you don't believe that you are Spider Man it's like yeah you know what Tony you're right take away his suit we've seen it in the trailer yeah. this isn't a spoiler take away the suit from him. God okay put him put him back in the pajamas like yeah. literally ha- that happens halfway through the movie and the last half of the movie is way more interesting because of it. Cause like, cause the whole, cause like the first half of the movie, he has his own uh, Iron Man suit. Yeah, he has his own Iron Man suit where it's like it does everything for him. It right. talks to him. It, it talks to him. It calculates everything for him. He doesn't have to do anything. Well, He's I not think, being Spider Man. I just don't I get think it. That's interesting. I mean, I haven't seen it, but that seems so intentional to me. The fact that no. like. He's not Spider-Man until he becomes Spider-Man. Totally. But, like, they've set him up as, like, he's already been, like, swinging around and stuff. Right. But they also, it makes it seem like some of his powers aren't actually his powers. It's the suit. You know what I mean? Like, that's it's more like they made him less powerful Mm -hmm. and made him less Spider-Man. You you hardly ever see him outside of his suit use his abilities, like, wall crawling and stuff like that. So you just, like, you you just know he's super strong. That's about it. And he's also pretty, like, well off. Like it doesn't right. seem like money is an issue. Yeah, it doesn't seem like parent. Yeah, and where, where it's just like, like those are the staple of like Spider Man is just like aunt. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like he, yeah, he's he's not hurting on money. He's not like yeah. It's yeah. just that he just seemed like yeah, it was just a waste of a character, waste of of a Peter Parker. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, where, wherever they're going with him, it's building him up to be one of the characters for the next generation totally. of heroes. And yeah. I think that hopefully Infinity War is going to give us an arc with Spider Man to set him up. I hope they kill him off. I don't think they will. I really hope they do. They're not I, going to. They're not going to. <laughs> There's no reason for them to. They're gonna, <laughs> Infinity War is going to kill off all of our main cast right now, and he's going to be one of the new cast that well, like, Well, because they, they, if you know the comics, the, the Peter Parker they set up they, is actually set up for another Spider-Man that they introduced recently that a lot of people really love, mm-hmm. Miles Morales. And they actually kind of hinted that he does exist in the series uh, because in the movie he, he stops Donald Glover. Uh, who's implied to be an uncle of a kid who's smart like Peter. And so it's like, oh, yeah, yeah totally. Like, the Moss Morales, his uncle's what a weird some criminal that, that like, like, yeah, yeah, it's like... Donald Glover in that movie was like... But, like, like his best scene. friend in the movie is Miles Morales' friend. Like, like a lot of, like, the downtroddenness of him... I just don't think Miles, they're going like, to set it up that way. I think that was purely for fans. No, 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 it probably I don't is. think they're probably is, But, like, I think it'd be more interesting if they killed him That's off. just because I was saying... I could do without him. I just don't think that people care about a not Peter Parker Spider-Man. No, like as far as most people won't. when you're thinking of the grand scheme of what they're trying to do, which is make money. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> totally. <laughs> um. Next after that is the first Thor movie. Yeah. Which is the first ten spot. First, uh, first movie. In yeah. This is the, yeah, we're, we're is jumping Thor. into the top ten. Uh, Thor, fun movie. Good. I liked. It was really like <laughs> dumb villain. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, um, but fun. It was a. It was probably one of my most. I think. I mean, f- you mean like the the, the 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 like the final thing they fight? Yeah, because like Loki's, Loki's the quote unquote Loki villain. as Loki yeah. as an antagonist is great, but as the final boss, like the robot thing, yeah, it was the stupid. destroyer. Meh. But like fun setting up like Thor and like when all of him and his buddies are just walking around like what are they in Texas or something? Some, yeah, somewhere. like just it was just fun. Like 
I think that like I remember going into Thor being like, how are we going to do this? You know, yeah. you've set up yeah. such a believable hero world. Like, how are we going to introduce gods? And, you know, we can talk about that when we get to Thor 3. But uh, <laughs> I, I think that this movie, you know, surprised me. I thought it was better and funnier than I thought it was. I originally thought. I think that it also felt different than the rest of the the intros to the heroes. Yeah. It's the whole like every single time I watch that movie, I feel like I'm in a little bubble. Yeah, like also, which is funny because that's almost kind of how he is. So many Dutch angles. Yeah, yeah. Dutch angles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a good talk about that when that movie. First yeah, came. Dutch angles everywhere. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think and, it's fun because they set up like I think the best character they set up in that is Tom Hiddleston's character. In Loki. Oh, oh yeah, Loki. Yeah, totally. Like, cause Thor Thor's is one of those. Thor's again, you know, one of those like kind of Captain America people. Was like. He really just not that interesting as well, a character. I mean, they did a good job of making his, his other characters interesting. His mm-hmm. arc in that one's actually pretty decent. And I actually liked his character arc. I think Loki's character arc over the three Thor movies is way better than his. Totally. And like, because they throw his arc out of the window, he doesn't have one in the second movie. No. Like he doesn't. It's, he has more of an arc in two, the, than, and then I mean the first Avengers than he does in yeah <laughs> four like, two. Which is yeah exactly which almost is negligible in Avengers for Thor, but like. The first movie and the third movie, we get character development out of him, but really Loki is set up as like the real person who's going on a journey. No. <laughs> well, they, they set him. They set him on like an Ultron level, like strength too. Well, we just with think that first with his yeah. magic. And yeah, they yeah. just like set him up to be really powerful, and it was just interesting to kind of see. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Loki. Loki was great. Like I love that that moment at the end when. Thor's fighting Loki, and he like he tells Loki to stop, and you just like like Tom Hilson's Loki, just like it's like I'm doing what I think is right, right? And he starts crying because right. he's just trying to play up the character that he is, like a god of like chaos and mischief. Yeah. He's like, but he doesn't want to be like, oh no, Loki, you just need a hug. So <laughs> Thor, hug your brother, you son <laughs> yeah, of a bitch. Right. <laughs> yeah. So there's some good like setup stuff, but like overall, it's just like weird middle, like good beginning and end, with yeah. the exception of like that last fight. Yeah. I think uh, it's just a, a tragedy that the the heroes the his team is just totally gone. like scoffed off and like they yeah because they set so them up pretty well. fun they set them up fun like, like uh, we're warriors three fighting frost giants at the end wait where were we <laughs> like yeah. they show up again like, right at the end waving out the window like like yeah. oh, hey. oh there they are yeah, yeah guys <laughs> Rowan just wants to see more characters like him in movies too yeah man <laughs> uh, uh, some devil number nine is Ant Man yeah which this movie. When it was like being talked about, had all the potential to be number one on this list. Oh, it could have been, totally <laughs> could have totally been, been. God, it's just like that's for me why it, it's pretty low for me on my list. I had it, uh, yeah, me and Rowan. I, I guess you put it pretty low too. John had it a lot higher. Just like man, you see it, you see Edgar Wright in it you, everywhere. Like, it's almost there, like it's almost mm-hmm. there. And like I, Hank Pym is awesome. Um. And what's the what's the current Ant Man? Scott Lang. Scott Lang, like Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is, Paul great. is great. Like Hilarious. Evangeline Lilly is great. Like their villain is dumb. I hate that guy. <laughs> the, 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 the guy. I, I hate goats, so I will shrink them to death. <laughs> yeah, like I don't stupid. even remember the villain. To be <laughs> yeah, honest, no, yeah. like I can't he's just a, he's him. just a bald guy. Like yeah. that's all I know. He's a bald Ant Man. <laughs> he's just a less <laughs> buff bad guy, like the Iron Man one villain guy was. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the right. heroes got this technology that we got emulate to be the bad guy. I, I, I guess. <laughs> like, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. So, feel... so we're talking about Iron Man one and two, right you know. Now, and, uh, it's funny is that Ant-Man could have been 
this is going to sound weird, but like it could have taken a feather from Doctor Strange and not try to connect as much to the rest of the MCU. Well, I mean, that's why Edgar Wright left. This, yeah. Uh, yeah. Essentially. Is, I, you know, like them going into the Avenger base, don't need it. That's, that's a pretty fun scene, it's though. A it's, funny, a, it's a fun scene, it but just, it's just yeah, like, it, it doesn't push do anything. anything. Yeah, it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And it's just like, but I that thought, was Yeah, that was definitely the first, like, symptom of, like, oh, you're pulling these directors in, but you're going to control it. Yeah. yeah. I think... I, I definitely remember seeing Ant Man and then realizing afterwards uh that, you know, with between having uh Paul Rudd, uh Tony Stark and Rocket Raccoon yeah, all gonna be in Infinity War, I was just like, That's gonna be a mess. Yeah. <laughs> like those yeah. three guys on screen at the same time. Well and even Star Lord too, really yeah, is it was very like, similar to them well, too. Well I mean they, they kinda of, they kinda of change him a little bit for Civil War. Because yeah. he's like he's a lot more like, oh hey, how you guys doing? Oh, I'm starstruck. Hey, it's Captain America. Well, that, that was like I think the one thing that at least was a little bit of a breath of fresh air is there was no big character in it because the only thing you, uh, yeah, person you see is Hawk. Hawk. Uh, Falcon. 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 Yeah. Hawk I was man. like Hawkeye. Hawk, Hawk like, man. Wait, 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 Falcon man. Hawk girl and Hawk man bringing DC in it. Um, and that was like it was like a fun scene again. It had nothing to do with anything, but it was nice that it was. It was really like their own kind of side story. Yeah. yeah, um, in the grand scheme of things, but yeah, they tried to force it in a little bit, and it was just like it could have been so great. Like yeah, I just he, know it would have been so good yeah. as like a heist film directed by Edgar Wright. Just like just need better pacing. Like if you just had Edgar Wright's pacing in there, like it could have been way better at least. Oh, yeah. Like at the least. Moving on to number eight, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Nah. I actually rank this kind of a lot lower than you guys did. I, 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 you know, I really liked the structure of this film. I thought that the the thematic writing was good. I thought that it had a stronger character development plot than the first one did. But I think it just, it wasn't as charming and or as well edited as the first one. And I think that the first one just definitely is a better put together movie. But I think that the like writing of the second one is better, but not better produced i guess is the way i would go for it i feel like they played on a lot of like what people liked mm-hmm. too much like mm-hmm. yeah, the soundtrack wasn't as good no like it just straight up wasn't and like i just don't think I they mean, did that fleetwood mac break the chain at the final fight was oh, that's this, fine was it's not, and like the intro the intro <laughs> is the intro is great but it wasn't like it felt more forced than it felt like it was integrated yeah in well, like first like one. drex oh he's a funny guy so we gotta give him a joke <laughs> Every fucking five minutes, he's got to say a joke. Yeah, about him not understanding jokes. Yeah. Like, right. And, like... Yeah, no, I totally I, agree that the characters feel cliched of themselves. Yeah, they were basically... Yeah, they were, like, caricatures of themselves. And I think there were too many characters. Mm-hmm. I think there was some good development with some of them, but I just, like, pick a story. Get rid of the Rocket Raccoon story. Get rid of the Gamora and... Um, Nebula. Nebula story. Like, they're good stories in and of themselves, but they just don't let them have enough time because they're also building up this I mean, huge story between be- Ego and... You know, Star Lord. To be fair, I think those side <coughs> stories were much more valuable to us narratively than, say, the Ravager side stories. Totally. Like, yeah, and that's I what I'm saying. Like, they the were just Ravager doing too much. Like, there wasn't necessarily anything, any one thing wrong yeah. with any of the stories. Totally, it was just that they didn't let any of them have enough time because they were trying yeah. to do so many stories. Like, I would have been happy if it was like if the Ego and Nebula, those two plots were the main ones. If we cut the Ravager side plot of like the whole like. like 
the taser face. Taser like, face. Yeah, taser face. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. And like, that's a and fun I, that scene. wasn't even, I didn't even think that was funny. No, I didn't. The taser, I, I like, the, the, just the oh, taser face oh, joke well, specifically. I mean, I'm talking about the ships. The whole ship sequence yeah. is fun. Yeah. 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 The stuff where he's grabbing all the things that aren't the right thing. Right. Like, that's the great. Yeah. And then I'm going through like, and just well, murdering like, everybody. Like, um, uh, Yondu's like connection with his old team and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, I mean, this is kind of neat, but it's kind of unnecessary. I also don't buy into Yondu. I don't buy into that like dad storyline uh-huh. at all. Eh. Like of him being like the surrogate father. No, <sighs> they talked so much shit about him in the first movie. I, I, I for it to be I, like a retcon of him being like a good I don't know. guy. And the first, I, it just that movie didn't sell me on. I that. don't know. The first movie sells the fact that they have a strained for uh, pa- Patrick, not Patrick, Jesus, patriarch, patriarch relationship. Like he's like Patrick and SpongeBob. <laughs> 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 But you know, like he, every time they capture him, he doesn't turn him in. You know, he always ends up having a soft spot from him in, yeah. in the first yeah. movie. They have he banter. ends up, they always have that banter. You know, he's like, I, I was gonna eat you, boy, yeah. and he's threatened that for twenty some years. Like, yeah. I get it, and I, I think that the, it didn't seem so far fetched to me. I just never took it as like a father son relationship as much as like a brother brother relationship or something uh, okay. like that. Yeah, I could. So see like that. when him like sacrifices, it's like, all right. <laughs> Seems fair. Bye, I guess. Yeah, it's just I like, I just I mean, don't, it, it didn't just, have an emotional. I didn't have it. Like, I was like, yeah. It happened so quickly. I just didn't realize. Like, right? I, I yeah. I just, yeah. Like, and oh, again, I think it's dead. just, I think it's just a, a symptom of that movie having too many storylines. Yeah. They just didn't let you have enough time yeah, with all of it. Yeah. Great story. Great but, side storylines. Yeah. All right. Number seven. Thor three. Bum, bum, bum. God, I love this movie. Mm. It was so fun to me. Like, there is a lot of things wrong with it, but it really finally just accepted itself. And decided to be fun. I think yeah, I, I think it's super fun. I had a lot of time watching it. Um, I think I seeing it's the latest. Yeah, you know, I think I definitely have a little bit of Marvel fatigue. Uh, fatigue. Yeah. So I definitely walked away feeling like I wanted to like it more. Like I, and then I think that you know the first act with its plot hole fixing and yeah. retro retconning felt. Kind of weak. Um, I thought the character, like for me, it was like all the performances were spot on. The writing was excellent. I thought it was just super fun. There was no actor in it that I was like, why are they in this movie? Why, like, why this performance seems weird? Um, Who, but- with the exception of them having the like three like follower guys just die. <laughs> Yeah, oh, they were in three. it yeah. to die. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's another one of my issues with it. But like. But I just felt like there was something about the pacing or just, like, how the structure of the film was that just sort of, like, didn't work entirely for me. But it's also still, for me, I would still list it above everything on this list. Well, and it's funny because, like, that very intro scene so far is great. <laughs> yeah. With him and the, like, oh, fire god guy. Fire guy. And then they just slow it down by bringing in Doctor Strange and, like, doing all that stuff on Earth. Because then, once again, once they leave, once you get to – what's the planet called? Uh, Sakaar. Sakaar. I think it just picks back up again. And then they once like him and Banner escape, it drops back again. Right. And it's just like these weird like ups and downs. Like it's like, oh yeah, it's really starting to hit its stride with all that stuff. Oh no, we stopped again. Oh yeah, we're getting it going in. Oh, we stopped again. But like in between that, it was still so like there were so many like just like really good moments that I just had a, like Jeff Goldblum is hilarious. Just yeah, being hilarious. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, <laughs> so like so there was a lot of fun stuff and I really enjoyed that movie a lot and it was it was something i needed at the time too which is funny because i you know i saw it with you and i ranked this movie considerably lower than you guys did yeah. because mainly because my biases 
are because as you know, as a comic book reader, it you took as a nerd two comic book plot uh, plot lines that I love that I think are really good. Planet Hulk, and you have uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, well, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, just Ragnarok. And instead of like, it's weird because they just decided to parody them. Right. And so like, oh, like I love these two storylines, but it's like, like oh, like you know, Korg, hilarious character in the movie, super serious, like interesting side character in Planet Hulk. And so, like, I remember when he was making those jokes, I always felt so torn. Mm. It's like, no, you're supposed to be, like, you know, you're supposed to be, like, Hulk's one of Hulk's, like, like second in commands. Like, you're supposed yeah. to be there, like, by his side being super serious with Meek, who's just, like, just, like, slicing and dicing <laughs> the background the entire time. He Like, in the, in the comic, he's, like, this plucky, like, Krillin character. He's like, I will be strong one day, like you, Hulk. Like, we can, like, escape this planet together. And so he's just going, yeah, 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 in the background. <laughs> so, like, I'm, like... I feel like, yeah, this is a fun movie, but I feel a little so like dead inside knowing that they just decided to parody these two great storylines. Which like the only thing that worried me when we were talking about this after we saw it, I was like, is that what I'm like with Batman versus Superman? And I was like, no, everyone else is wrong. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> but like, it's, yeah, I mean, like, I, I just like, it's, it's fun. Uh, I can't get past the first like half hour of sci-fi original movie content yeah it's with it, it definitely really has a very and quality very inconsistent like visual quality yeah from the beginning to the end because like, like the end is solid but the beginning is so bad but if you just like okay, but like, you know what it delivers what it advertised totally yeah if you loved the trailer and you got stoked for it like it's gonna be exactly what that was yeah. you know it's funny because i was just like i mean it's basically like take uh the guardians of the galaxy and yeah. put in thor and I thought that that was good for world building, but it was also, I think, that's where I think the feelings you're having, John, about the kind of parody yeah. is that it takes a lot from that that zone. Well, and even, like, Thor being so much like, we got to build the team. We got to have a team together, like, because that's, yeah, like, right. what he knows, like, now. The characterization. Oh, God, the characterization of some people, like, Banner and the... Uh, yeah, uh, he was super inconsistent. Like, he was the only person who was, like, really inconsistent, they, I feel like, with what he previously has been. There was also a few like weird tie-in moments. Like I really didn't need to have Black Widow's face show up on the screen, being like, "Oh, I did are love you? Thor trying to do the, <laughs> the yeah. song." Hey, big guy, sun's getting real low. Stop wait. saying that to me. Wait, but this, this this reference is from a movie quite a few movies ago. Do I remember what this is about? <laughs> yeah, I thought that song was great. It was just like really. It's so funny because it was like. To me, it was like, man, this movie is so referential of just Marvel movies. Soon they're just going to be able to make jokes exclusively about their previous movies and have nothing to do with anything else. It's just like, man, what a weird world. Right. You you got to know, like, in, in Infinity War or at least some movie past that, someone's going to say, oh, you know, like, oh, isn't it weird that a lot of our villains are just, like, evil doppelgangers of ourselves? <laughs> yeah, like, right. Everyone just kind of pauses and thinks, like, dude, dude, dude. Like, that joke's got to happen. Yeah. It has to happen. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next one, number six, the first Iron Man. The one that started it off. Started it off. Sleeper hit, man. Totally, yeah. I mean, it was one of those things when it first came out. I remember like Robert Downey Jr., like when you looked at like uh, Tony Stark, you're like, yeah, yeah, no. It was finally one of those ones I felt like where they really thought about casting the person based on them, just like purely oh. looking like their comic book version. Well, it's so, like, I remember and when being their comic. Book. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. In pre-production, I remember when I heard about it, it sold me purely based off when they said Robert Downey Jr. is going to be Iron Man because that same time, that's around that same time I saw Zodiac 
And Robert mm. Downey Jr. plays like this alcoholic reporter. Wait, is Tony Stark the Zodiac killer? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. But like his like this alcoholic report character who's playing with like played. He, he, he's basically Tony Stark yeah. before he becomes Tony Stark. Like so, it's like it's like oh yeah, this so is a like, great oh, audition he, for he, Tony Stark. Right like, now. This like yeah, totally. I was like, oh, he's gonna be Tony Stark. Yeah, no, sold. Done. I, like, I remember. I'm gonna watch it. When the first trailers hit, and you know, of course, they use the like yeah, Iron, Iron Man song, bow, and bow, bow. and I just thought, I remember seeing, it, I was like, whoa, like it was the first time that I felt like in a while that because we had gotten, you know, we we got the we the, got the first Hulk movie. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> the first time we really just like were seeing a. Well, it's because you see that armor, his crazy armor, yeah. his comic book classic original armor. Like in live action, and you just go like, "Holy shit!" They're I think they're actually taking this seriously, guys. Right. Like, like it didn't feel like Superman Returns or anything, right? It was just like it felt like they were like going at it, and it, from like a comic book perspective and, versus like when you had Uwe Ball doing, <laughs> right? It was yeah. Like, what is this like, movie? This isn't like this isn't Brian Singer's X Men where they decide to go with black leather instead of the spandex. Right. Like this isn't like parroting the costumes, making fun of itself. No, it's. This just, is Iron it's Man. Just this what is it the is. Comics. Yeah, like, they're this just is, doing it. This is what the fans want to see, and like, yeah, just like it was so great. jazzed. Yeah. And I think that like they did such a good job of keeping the plot so character focused in that first movie. Just like the the plot does not have a lot to do with the end of the world. No one's really in danger. It's right? all personal. It's all personal. And yeah. I thought that was yeah, such a the good. The scope is small. The scope is small. It really gets us a chance to see our hero. Get to like the villain is just there to learn uh, to teach us about our hero, yeah. right? Yeah. And I thought it was yeah a villain that in and of itself isn't interesting, but it's more interesting because of the relationship to the hero. Yeah, yeah. it just they set the tone, and you know like if that movie had flopped, we would oh, man. not have. Was, it wouldn't that be weird? Mm-hmm. Huh? But like, but definitely the highlight of that movie is uh, Samuel Jackson stepping out of the shadows, oh, just yeah. saying, like, just saying the Avengers Initiative and go. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> god, what a what a spine chilling moment! Yeah. All right, top five. Boom, Number boom. five, Captain America: The First Avenger. Great movie. Great. Joe good, Johnson, good setting. Got it. Not a it, it, knowing like who Captain America is and him like being you know, you know the Superman person. Where it's like, oh, he's just the goody two shoes. Kind of being able to set up where he starts a little bit. I thought was good. I think, for me, this movie got better after Winter Soldier. Because this movie, I really didn't like the fact that he really didn't have an arc in this movie, comparatively. Like, he never messes up. No. Right? He's always, like, he's he's the one who jumps on the bomb. He's the one, yeah. Yeah, he's perfect. perfect. And, like, like, I wanted, you know, for a long time, I wanted him to, like, have his superhumanness, like, his super soldierness cause, like some problem like he does things that no one else can do and he forces his team to go further yeah and then that gets them killed or hurt like that should have been how bucky gets it right but after winter soldier where we set up this like moral superiority in him and this like easy black and white villainy and then going into winter soldier and setting up how it's going to be in this in the modern realm and getting to that real core crux of like Captain America is about more like what is morality. It's not just good and evil. He's there are symbol. other things. Yeah, right. 
Justice. <laughs> I also love that, you know, like the director was the production designer on uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. And he totally brought back that kind of like, totally. like action-packed adventure. Well, director yeah, the of setting. Rocketeer. So like, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just do the Rocketeer. Just replace the backpack with the jetpack with the shield and yeah. you're gold. You're done. Yeah. One and done. All the same <laughs> stuff. Like him being the like characterization of himself when he's doing like, you know, the tours uh-huh. and doing like, you know, like that stuff was great. Like it was just fun. Like super fun. You And you set up honestly like one of the saddest like storylines with starting with um, his relationship with. God, I'm just Bucky. so bad with names. Bucky, no, no, the, the woman. Oh, oh uh, Penny Agent Carter, 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 yeah. Carter, yeah, like that stuff, and like really what turns into just a super sad like storyline in Captain America too. Like they just set up a lot of good stuff, and like yeah. really you know set up uh, Tony Stark's dad, and like all yeah. those you know other characters and the whole Shield initiative and stuff. It was really good. It's crazy when I rewatch that movie and really I just forget like it ends on a really sad note. Yeah, oh, yeah. him yeah. crashing crashes, into it and him being and like, like you know I'll, I'll I'll meet you at that dance and then, wakes up in a trippy like. Like yeah, they like set up a fake yeah like a fake room. For and he just like he was like just walking around New York City, like mirroring like the opening of when he first becomes yeah. Captain America, with the whole run. And he just goes, I'm like all he's thinking about is like not being with Peggy, right? And yeah. like it's like that's so hard because it just fades to black. Like I'm late for a dance, and just fades to black. And you go, Oh, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, it's really good. <laughs> <Just wrecked. laughs> I love that movie. I, it gets me every single time when the, he start, when he voluntarily crashes the plane. Yeah, and I love I love the Red Skull makeup. Uh, yeah, like, he looks yeah. God, oh so yeah, fucking looks good. Great. <laughs> um, number four, Avengers. <laughs> I think I think we all agree that there's like a weird love hate relationship with this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it was just it was something so different when it first came out. There's something like so I just have like there's this mental block. Where I can't say it's bad, even if I can have so many things like wrong with it, because I was like, when I watched it, there was just so much like joy. Oh yeah! <laughs> like, As a first time viewing experience, that was incredible. Yeah, like whooping, hollering, just like yeah, the yeah. whole time. Yeah, that that moment when the there's so many just like goosebump moments. You're just like ah. <laughs> when the when the Thor, Tony, and Captain America meet for the first time and they're fighting each other. Because they're of, of you know, the simple misunderstanding of trying to take Loki down, yeah. right? And you're just like, oh shit! Like they're just like the way they're attacking each other, the way they can defend each against each other. And it's like, oh shit! It's rock paper scissors, and it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just you have that. You have all the like fun stuff with them hanging out in like the big ship or whatever. The, the like Triskel yeah, them yeah. all. You know, just like bantering and like <laughs> Tony Stark just zapping yeah, Bruce, zapping Banner. Bruce <laughs> Banner. Like I'm just. Testing, you know, like just, <laughs> just, just, just good do, stuff, just do you know, a like, bit for me. I just want... all these, like, they've set up all these characters as the first time we were getting to see them all interact together. And, like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, there's so much hype. And, and that... no, go ahead, no, no, go, go, ahead. go for it. No, you go, no, I want you to do this. <laughs> I just think that, like, yeah, it, there was so much good in it. And then, like, also, like, now looking back, there's like a lot of like weird stuff in it that's just like, you know, there's some poor character generation and just i also one thing that is funny that stands out and really makes it high is like it's the one marvel film with a memorable soundtrack 
Kind of. Like the Avengers theme kinda. is kind of like the one theme that I can think of when I think of yeah. Marvel. I mean, I can't. Good for you. I can't. <laughs> I can kind of. It's like. <laughs> yeah. It's not the best. Like, I mean, no. as, I, as much as a memorable theme can come from Marvel, <laughs> yeah. this is the one that has it for me. Yeah. But like. And I forgot there was that intro scene with uh, Black Widow in it, too. Yeah. Like, escaping from yeah. or like being tied up. Yeah. And then like them, her. Going to intersect Banner. Banner. Yeah. It's like you just like it's like really quiet low moments. They just kind of forget we're there because mm. you just overshadowed by the fucking the, New I'm, York City. That's my fight. secret. <laughs> I'm always angry. Yeah, just like yeah. Hawkeye being a bad guy throughout the entire film. Then all of a sudden, like he's back in control. And he's becoming their 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 <laughs> point man, just keeping an eye on everything from the sky just to help them yeah. out on the ground. It's like oh my god, it's like the camera. Well, you have that, yeah, that super cam. yeah, that super long one so shot good. of them like traveling through and like people bouncing around. You're like oh man. Yeah, like cap cap bouncing his shield, immediately uh, deflecting Iron Man's like beams to hit other yeah. other things. Like, Him launching oh up like uh, Black Widow to like it's just like yeah 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 for a team that hasn't worked together, they're doing pretty well like bouncing off and each I, other. You know, I really had wished Age of Ultron had given us a little bit more of the team as a team. Yeah, because it was mm-hmm. such a like they're not a team anymore. Right, like we like got the team, and I knew you know you have to have the team fall apart, but it was just one of those things where it's just like. They set us up with this point at the end of that movie where I was so stoked to see what the the Avengers doing things, right? Mm-hmm. And we never see the Avengers do anything after no. that. No. Yeah. All right. Now we're moving on. The top three. Bum, bum, Number bum. three, Captain America, Civil War. <laughs> Arguably Avengers 2. Yeah. Yeah, Avengers 2. <laughs> yeah, really yeah, better Avengers 2. Um. You know, actually, I think I ranked Civil War the lowest out you of did. all of You did. You took it out of being a top did. two, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I had this as my number one. Really? Yes. Whoa. So, tell me why. So this movie, I remember when I watched it the first time, being like, I like that. This was really cool. Like, it's a really interesting story. Because you have, throughout the whole story, you're building up this, you know, the you know, the other super soldiers. So then it comes out, oh, it's not them. So you get that like twist at the end where it's not really even, that's not even the really story. It's the like shadow of like the Starks and like all these other things are really the story. And that was something I didn't really latch onto until the second time I watched it. And really, really like my thing when I was talking to John, cause I had cap three and two, I was kind of like bouncing back and forth for me. When I saw Captain America, uh, winter soldier the first time it was better. But when I watched it more and more, it became less impactful in my mind. Whereas Captain America 3, to me, the more times I watch it, the better it becomes. Because I think, I don't even know what the guy's name is because he's kind of forgettable. But like the villain of it. Baron Zemo. Yeah. Being a villain of, like he broke up everyone in that group and really has still set it off in a way that like it's still not fixed. Yeah. Because of like there was no big fight. There was no like hole in the sky of like things pouring out of it that they have to fight. Like he broke them down to like them as characters and them make making very simple but life changing decisions. He gave them one or the other. Yeah. He gave them one or the other. I mean, all these paths and like it was enough where people were equal on each side. Yeah. Of which side they were going to be on. And I thought it was much more interesting of like interplay between all the characters than we had seen. Since honestly, like the positive version for the Avengers, right? And honestly, I think Guardians Galaxy does a little bit better as far as like a team that like does something but also has like good interactions. Mm-hmm. But like, 
I just like the more I watch it, the like just better and better that movie gets to me. I think it does a really good job of balancing uh, stupid fun and good, yeah, good story. Like you know, like you said, Baron Zemo's like whole his whole thing, yeah, great villain. Just like his his whole thing, personal vendetta, and just attack them surgically. Yeah, like in like just like just slightly pulled each of them apart until like until they just like just start tearing each other apart. And uh, and I think they did interesting stuff with adding characters, but not like deterring away from it because it all really centered around that still same main plot when you have like black panther coming in and mm-hmm. really still being about all like the issues that have been caused and then you have um like vision and scarlet witch having issues like you had all these you really were able to even though like you were able to split up the team like it was just interesting well like because like, like, it just felt like the definitive marvel universe film because yeah. everyone like you had an understanding of everyone's character you had a, you knew that they had an understanding of each other and so like one like so when they have those quiet moments where they're, they're talking, it's like, yeah, you know that this is just like, this isn't Captain America and Tony's uh, Iron Man talking. This is Tony and Steve talking. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. Uh, Natasha and uh, Banner talking or like, or, or Hawkeye talking. And so like, it's like, so it just felt really grounded, really personal. Like, you know, just like how they're presented in the comics versus, you know, DC who are just like gods, your parents. Yeah. Like, no, these guys they're are always, they're always talking. their characters in DC versus like a lot of times in Marvel. They get to be people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think for me, I think the reason I lo- put it at the lowest is I think uh, I do know that the visuals of that film had a lot of impact on me. I felt that a lot. I felt like the visuals never really played the theme of the film. Like I felt too much like the color grading and the camera work never really played to the strength of the story they were telling. Yeah, it wasn't. It was like bright images with a darker story. Right. Yeah. Or especially that, out. especially that dumb. Like the only thing I don't really like about it is the airport fight yeah. scene because it yeah. just looks so like, goofy. Goofy. So, like Spider Man showing up. Oh, that's cool. Uh, doesn't quite look. But just like, like how else. like I wish it would have been like <laughs> in a small confined location. Yeah, because but, of being out and open, it was like man, I just like you just want people to be able to fly. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it didn't feel. <laughs> it felt like the weird like trend of films with like the epic charge towards each other but there's only five people in the epic charge yeah. like that's happened a lot and it's just like don't do this well you, you know we get ant-man turning a giant man and like you all you like you oh cool he's turning giant i'm just seeing a lot of blue sky in the background right. so like it's like not really interesting yeah. to look at well it's like but, you only have the juxtaposition of him versus like an airplane and, and that's I, it there's yeah. not like like i think you're you a lot of your points are great and i also thought that it surprised me because i remember like civil war as one of like i as John has pointed out, I don't read the comics as much as John, but Civil War is like one of the ones that I love. Oh, really? You, know? you read it? And I, I think that... you know how to read? <laughs> what? To read with pictures? <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> um, but, so I was like, how are they going to do... Like, they, there was yeah. nothing in the MCU that was setting up the Civil War from the comics. No. So, and I kind of went in being like, whoa, you can't match it. But I was surprised... Uh, how they were able to take the strings that they had set up in all the other MCU movies Don't and put any strings on me, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> and tied it all Avengers together. Too. <laughs> and I thought that, um, I think in that, that regard, it was very strong. Yeah. And I think that, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a good one. It's good. Yeah. I, I love it purely, at I, least purely for black Panther. And I, just, yeah. I just love that moment when they finally get to the, like the facility and they get in there and they see the gunshots yeah, like the all tanks, the super soldiers are and dead. And you're just like, what? And then it just starts that fight 
after yeah. uh, Stark sees the footage, and it's just like that fight of so uh, good. Oh man, so good. I love. I love. You know what? I love. I love their presentation of Zemo because, in a way, they keep it the way Zemo was presented in the comics, where originally you think Zemo is a hero. He has a super team. You're like, oh shit! Like this is like a really pretty interesting new Avengers team you got going on. But at the end of the first issue, we think these guys are pretty cool. He unmasks himself and realizes, oh shit, this is a supervillain team. The government's backing a supervillain team. And so like, there's like this weird switcheroo that they do with Zemo too. With the same thing, like, oh shit, he has an evil supervillain team. Oh no, he doesn't. No, he's it's purely Zemo being Zemo, just being like, like, oh, I, I just played you all. I played yeah. you. I played the audience. Like, right. it's like, God, oh, you got me, you son of a bitch. All right. So now we're going to our number two, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. I mean, fantastic! It's fine. It's I'm, I'm not gonna say it. Like, came out of left field, yeah. completely blue. Oh yeah, yeah. It was you one didn't of those things. I, I think it's one of those. It was at the time such a great refresher movie mm-hmm. for what Marvel had become. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you can do something different. It, it was rejuvenating. Yeah, lightning in the bottle. Yeah, I think. You know, it still stands the the test as like I think even more so than the Avengers as just like a good popcorn film. Like I can still watch Guardians of the Galaxy and have pacing is great. It's just fun. Great soundtrack, great jokes, great character introductions, directions, great visual composition. Mm, That's good. Yeah, just yeah, just yeah, real good. There's not really much you could have to say about this movie. Like just the weakest part is the villain. But the villain is still more interesting, I feel like, than the other ones. Yeah, like, and the the rest of it just makes up because all of the antagonistic elements between the characters make up for a, a lackluster villain. Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> and our number one, Captain America 2, the Winter Soldier. Ooh, baby. <laughs> I mean, just, it's so good. It's, it's. Ah, oh, guys, like you just like it's a political thriller. It's a it's crazy action. It's one the the best comic adaptation that Marvel has done, almost straight from the comic. Uh, just the, the surprise twists of Hydra to being in control of Shield. Uh, you have evil Captain America chasing after Captain America. Captain America being on the lamb is like it's. It's just, all this, a constantly moving. It's just a had, constantly moving movie. You had the fun build up too with Agents of Shield, the show building up to it you're like uh, what are they building up? like just like there was a lot around it which was right. all fun so like they made more of an event about it than they have with any of their other movies because it was like hey after because the, like they had like a mid-season break and then it came out and then they changed everything it was like oh what and you actually saw ripples right yeah like it was definitely like you saw some changes with avengers but like you felt the ripples with captain america too because Everything changed. I yeah. feel like Captain America two did the connected universe the best because, hmm. like as you said, like I remember with like Agent Shields, which isn't a great show, but like that plot line when they like followed up Winter Soldier actually had an impact on the show, and that's when I was like the first time I was like, oh snap, like this is connected storytelling. Right. And they haven't done it since, right? Yeah. Nothing has connected. I don't think since. it probably paid off as much as they thought it would. Uh, but it was just so good, and I thought that like Winter Soldier just like it felt like you know a great spy thriller film. Like it mm-hmm. felt like Jason Bourne, right? Like just like heart pounding action, great character moments, and it was just so weird because it felt like a spy thriller. Uh, like yeah. you're coming in, and I was like, whoa. It's also the first movie of the that you see Captain America really just like kind of kind of sort of murdering people with his hits. Yeah, <laughs> like when he really oh, lands yeah. on that guy from the sky in the beginning on the on the ship, and he's like he kicks a guy into like a railing, and you're like, 
That guy's spine's like split in half. <laughs> that guy, right? That guy's dead, right? That guy's right? dead. <laughs> that guy can't be alive anymore. God. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of great fights, like <sighs> and just also just setting up like again, like going back to what I said about Captain America One, like we get his character from that first one, even though his arc isn't great. And then we ask, can you be this man now? Yeah, it's almost more interesting yeah. because you basically have someone who is so staunch and will not be moved in basically what his view of the world is. And then we basically change the world and be like, now what are you going to do? Right. Like it makes it very interesting in the sense like he almost make him less interesting to make him more interesting, you know? Like, right. So it's really cool to see that and see the effects of, you know, it's not always going to be you know, good versus evil. Yeah. Like sometimes you find out you are the evil kind of thing. Like, and so you have to figure out, it's just, it's interesting. Cause it's, yeah, it's, you know, giving somebody who is so one dimensional, giving him, you know, two dimensionality with making him make a different choice that he yeah. shouldn't make based on the character they've already established. And then you contrast him with uh, the winter soldier who is forced to see the world as either black or white based on what yeah. he's told. Yeah. And like, and God, like that moment where like, they're just like having that little fist fight on top of that ship. And Captain America's just like, not like, I'm not leaving you, buddy. Yeah. You and me end of the line. It's like, <laughs> we're sticking together. You're like, Oh God, please Bucky wake up. <laughs> please <Yeah>. die. <laughs> <laughs> Bucky. Yeah. It was just such a great, probably, hey. probably the closest thing to a black widow movie would probably get oh, that's so, <laughs> <sad>. so far <laughs> yeah oh, God, it was just fun yeah, yeah and they had good stuff with like you know you have real repercussions with you know shield as it was and like samuel jackson's character and like they kind of throw those repercussions out the window in age of ultron but you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm just i just i was really hoping because what after when is Thor gone? He's gone since Avengers, right? Yeah, he's been gone since Avengers. No, no, he came back for it. No, he, he was. He back, wasn't in two. He, he wasn't in two. Thor was in Ultron, <coughs> Avengers two. Oh yeah, he was. He leaves after that. That's when he's been gone. Himself? Yeah, because he, yeah, he, he has the vision. They have, the hammer, they have that hammer thing. Where he also picking it up, and he also has the visions of and Ragnarok during Age of Ultron. That's why he leaves. Oh uh, yeah, huh? That really <laughs> shoehorned just... in plot line in the yeah Ultron. Yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah. How about that? Wait. Yeah, buddy. What the hell is Avengers 2 in this? It's after Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, right there. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and really, that it, it is, it's funny, like, now compiling this list that all Cap- all the Captain America movies are in the top five. Yeah, by far. It's the heartblood of the series. Yeah. And like, uh, Ron, you've said before, like, we we all expected Iron Man yeah, to yeah. be the hard especially blood after the, the first series. one especially after the first one and really like <laughs> it's funny because the problem isn't Tony Stark's character it's no. like the things they're putting around him are uninteresting yeah because I feel like honestly the best Iron Man movies since the first one have been the Avengers movies right yeah like Solar. I would consider those honestly like especially the first Avengers movie like almost another Iron Man movie uh, well even even Iron Man 2 he creates you know helps create Ultron so it's like it's his problem so it's like yeah, yeah he's yeah. just more, better Iron Man I mean Civil War and I would even say Civil War is a Catch America Iron Man and, film totally no, yeah you know, obviously like, them being the two biggest like they're the reason why other people are fighting yeah. other Avengers yeah. I mean it's gonna be interesting like, going forward with MCU I'm, yeah cause next year we've got Black Panther love it we've got Infinity War and we've got Ant Man and the Wasp. It's gonna be so great. I love. I just like uh, Black Panther looks great. 
I love it. Oh, it looks uh, amazing. Infinity War. It looks so nuts to it me. Better Infinity War better be good, <laughs> right? I, like, I, right. I, I, I've only seen like the I'm, leaked footage of it I'm from just... uh, Comic Con. It looks nuts. I'm just, I I just don't know if it can live up to it. I don't I just, know either. Have you seen the leaked footage? I haven't. It's like, it's like, I, I, I guess I won't say anything, but it's like, just like, like how certain characters meet each other. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy find one of the Avengers and it's like, oh shit. Right. Did, did that really just happen? Like, then you just see them all on alien planets and all like this and that. And like, here comes Thanos and you're like, I just don't understand how this is going to play out. And like, I like it because like. It was originally supposed to be one, part one, part two, yeah, and now it kind of is, kind of isn't, right? Like, no, I think it's just one. Is it, is it just, just one, one encapsulated movie it's now? Just one. It's just one movie now? Holy shit. Yeah, they got rid of the part two. I think they have... Because Avengers I four, think there's supposed to be another Avengers movie, but it's not Infinity War anymore. It's just funny. What? I thought, Inven- I thought it's supposed to be Avengers Infinity War, like it is supposed to be. That's what it is. Oh, okay. There's not part one, part two. No, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pre- saying it was always Avengers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they're just going to basically like clear out most of our main characters at least like robert downey jr i, I think well, we're, I gonna lose, like we're gonna lose cap they, we're gonna lose iron man we're gonna lose if they Thor. Get rid of, like robert downey jr their production costs have half for the rest of the movies <laughs> like i mean like i wouldn't be even surprised if we like because I, I bet you anything that like you know falcon and vision and Scarlet i wouldn't be surprised Witch. if yes uh uh black widow's gone yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I think Shazam, like with Shazam coming, not Shazam, uh, Captain Marvel. Miss Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, 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 Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel, Captain Marvel. Marvel, Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> not Shazam. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we get it. It's, yeah, yeah. it's confusing. Um, <laughs> which isn't Shazam's first, too. Shaz- which makes oh, it even, yeah, he was he was early. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about like chronologically, like, like the con- creation yeah, no, yeah. of the character. Captain Marvel, Shazam. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah. <laughs> his first yeah. But, you know, like. I think that once we get, I don't even know what the phase after Infinity War is going to be. But yeah, we were talking about that because like the last one was supposed to be magic and it's supposed to end with Infinity War. Like, what's the next one? It's just I think it's going to be a soft reboot. Like, not reboot is like start the series but over, yeah. but we're just kind of resetting start the character, a new world. That's why I hope uh, Fantastic Four comes back into the fold because they're just going to bring a, f- you know, a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Multi- yeah, because yeah. dimensions, science, magic, they touch on everything. Is there a replacement? Well, I guess. Yeah, is was War Machine the replacement Iron Man? I mean, kinda in the kinda. comics. Yeah, Not really. Is there really like a replacement? Because like you obviously you have Winter Soldier became Captain America, and then yeah. after him Falcon. Yeah, yeah, after him Falcon, then and then you have because yeah. you even have because <laughs> like, you, <laughs> you have Thor has replacement with Lady Thor with Jane. Yeah, um, and then you have. There's no other Hulk, but we don't really need a Hulk that much. There is another Hulk, but it's it's yeah. that's that's also a whole nother. But like then yeah. you got like Spider Man still new in the universe like as far as like literally just thinking about also, new in the universe but also like young as an actor and they don't have to pay are they just much. gonna kill vision in the first like 15 minutes i know right like he's he powered has, by one of these yeah right? it, like, that it's yeah, in right. his forehead yeah. he's gonna rip it out of his forehead that's not gonna go well yeah. <laughs> i just don't think this is gonna work <laughs> it's like well, that's we like, introduced you now you die because <laughs> they had because on wait i think of thor 3 they blew up one of the no, the, the tesseract. The tesseract. Uh, the reason they show Loki looking at it is oh, he, he grabs it. Yeah, he grabs it. Oh, That's okay. how he gets away. Gotcha. Okay. And I bet you anything that. Because I was like, like, wait, they just blew up the planet. <laughs> but if, the like, either they blew up the planet, it was just still going to be there because you can't destroy it, yeah. or Loki has it, and we're going to open Infinity War with Thanos' ship. Capturing them and Loki being like, I guess, guess what I gave I you. True, yeah. Don't kill me. I know, so I've come to bargain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, you know. And it was so great to have Loki come back. It was like, yeah. No. 
God. Yeah, like because because you know they had that nice, really nice brother speech. Like really got me. Like really got me to the core. Then he betrays him. Son of a bitch! <laughs> God damn it! But then he redeems himself. Yeah, he redeems himself. <laughs> you go like that and totally redeem yourself. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'm really hoping uh for something like more political with the next phase because with black if they if they're starting off Black Panther and if they do bring in uh Fantastic Four, yeah, it seems... I'd hope they bring in Doctor Doom. Oh, yeah. Because then you then you bring in the royal facet of the universe, Black Panther meeting Doctor Doom, maybe even meeting Neighbor the Sim, uh, the Submariner, and it's like and just like having this council of minds of like who rules the the Marvel Earth, like it's like oh that'd be so neat, that'd be so oh I just like I just get so jive thinking of the possibilities and that the fact that I know that it's still going, but we, you know God yeah, knows we where just, we just don't know. I feel like this is kind of the weirdest part where we know the least about what's happening next. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> because like we've known about Infinity War for since Ever. what first Avengers since Avengers, and you know there's another Avengers movie coming up, but it's, there's not a lot of there's no we don't know what the big thing is no. right now, so it'll be interesting to see how they go. Um, with that conclusion, I think we're gonna end this episode because we're going good. on pretty long. Yeah. I want to talk forty minutes about a movie. Yeah, we, we're not we're about. not talking about your weird cardboard maze labyrinth movie. <laughs> oh yeah, Dan, Dan made a maze. Yeah, <laughs> I just watched it today. So it's everyone should watch Dan made a maze because John thinks it's funny. Uh, I think you should watch the Big Six. What Big Sick? Big what? Sick. And I say you should check out uh, 2007 Three Ten to Yuma. Ooh. Ah, oh. God. <laughs> All right, gonna hang me in the morning. <laughs> see the sun. God, I remember that being like, ah. Oh. Gets driven nuts by him singing that song. <laughs> <laughs> just murders him in the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch that movie. Watch all those movies. Those movies are great. All right. We will see you next week. Thanks, folks. See you guys.